Hey, what up, Long Beach? Hope you and yours are happy and healthy after the holiday break. Welcome back to another bi-weekly episode of the LBF Show, the only podcast that covers Long Beach State Athletics. As always, this show is hosted by the562.org, which is myself, JJ Fiddler, and my cohort, he's Mike Garabasio. Hey, everybody. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. Obviously, all focused on Giving Tuesday. We're going to be joined a little bit later by Long Beach legend Dan Gooch, who's going to talk about his decision to expand his uh, increase his endowment for the Long Beach State Women's Golf Program, which I think is a, a great message about why it's important to give back, um, especially this year on Giving Tuesday. Uh, but before we get to that, we've got to welcome on uh, the man of the hour, Long Beach State Athletic Director Andy Fee. Andy, welcome to your show. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Excited to be back and uh, talking about Long Beach State sports. Are you still actually in turkey leftovers or what, Andy? <laughs> it's all about the leftovers. The leftovers are almost better than than the actual day of. Hands uh, down. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, yes. Friday night's dinner is always better than Thursday night. So there's no pressure. You know what I mean? Your stomach's already stretched out. Like, <laughs> there's and no small talk. The, the secret that, you know, I'll give you a little bit of behind the curtain, Andy Fee. I'm a stuffing guy. Love stuffing. And stuffing doesn't go bad. You can, I right. mean, stuffing lasts, I don't know how long the, you know, the shelf life is on that stuff, but let me tell you, I stretch it to whatever it can be. Stuffing is like lasagna. It just gets better the longer it's in the fridge. I'm on board. I'm all That's in. That's good. That's good. It's stuffing never goes bad. I will. Uh, I'll. I'll write that down. We are all becoming public health experts this year, so <laughs> I'll, I'll put that on the list of well, things we'll, I learned in 2020. <laughs> we'll be talking a lot about that public health stuff because, like Mike said, we are talking a lot about Giving Tuesday today. So up top, let's plug the link: LongBeachState.com/slash/GivingTuesday. We'll bring you to the page where you can help Beach Nation, LB Nation. Make sure. We've got what we need to move forward. Andy, what can you say about the community and the stuff that you guys have got lined up right now for Giving Tuesday? Yeah, we're, we're very excited and really appreciate our community jumping on board. And, and as always, supporting the beach, um, you're going to get to hear from Dan Gooch and, and what he and, and Desiree, his wife, are continuing and, and adding to do to, uh, to our athletic programs. And you know, to be to be frank, um, you know, it's it's a tough time for for college athletics as a whole. And certainly, you know, we're, we're fighting an uphill battle here and giving Tuesday as a as a way a mechanism that that folks can participate. The goal of this day is to raise four hundred thousand dollars and uh, that goes to offset lost revenues. Uh, you know, typically we're always selling season tickets and, you know, we have so many events going on. Um, and unfortunately, um, you, we, you know, we can't gather, we can't uh, bring fans into the pyramid or, or wherever it might be on campus. And uh, that presents a challenge because that revenue, which is lost revenue, actually does impact the daily life of student athletes and coaches here, uh, providing scholarship opportunities in this world, the COVID world, we have to, we have to do testing, which is significant, significant cost. And so to keep kind of the, the engine running and, and, and running well, uh, we need days like Giving, Giving Tuesday uh, to make the difference and to provide those resources. So do your part, longbeachstate.com slash Giving Tuesday. If you're like uh, JJ and me, you're missing uh, sports every day here in the city. And we're, we're just uh, now getting back on the court, thank God. Um, but longbeachstate.com slash Giving Tuesday 
make sure you are supporting this return to play that we've all been sitting here and, and wishing for for the last eight months. There's going to be a variety of fun things you can check out on the different Long Beach State social media feeds throughout the day, uh, matching opportunities to help your donation go even further. Um, so stay tuned and definitely check in with them throughout the day, not just on this podcast, uh, but you can, you can start right now at longbeatstate.com slash giving Tuesday and, and kick in a couple, you know, Hey, you maybe enjoyed the podcast. You want to just throw us a couple bucks for the podcast, longbeatstate.com slash giving Tuesday and, uh, and get things rolling. No, you're right, Mike. Everybody's getting involved. The coaches have been tweeting about it. Actually, the baseball team had an alumni roundtable today, helped to be organized by major leaguers, Jeff McNeil and Garrett Hampson. There's going to be a basketball update. There's even going to be a fun family feud between the women's volleyball program and the softball program. So make sure you guys check that out. And I heard a rumor about cutouts, Andy. What, what can you tell us about the cutouts? Yeah, so, you know, we're trying to come up with creative ways, and I'm sure lots of fans have maybe watched, uh, you know, the NBA in a way. I think they're more digital cutouts, so to speak, but the NFL. The Do Dodger Stadium did a great job. With Dodger the Stadium, cutouts, yeah. yes, yes. Dodgers, go blue. Uh, you know, how do, how do we get people to, to stay involved? Obviously, the easiest way is for, for folks to be at the game, and unfortunately, as I said earlier, can't, can't, can't do that, at least right now. So what way can folks support um, you know, their presence. And, and that's with a cutout of, uh, of themselves um, in their seat in, in the pyramid, to, you know, virtually cheering on uh, the beach. And, and that's a huge thing. And, and really is part of how do we stay connected during this, this COVID timeframe where we can't gather in person and we're always on Zoom and, you know, Beach Vision is going to be broadcasting these games, but it's just not the same. And, and while we can't solve that, 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 that problem of not physically being together, we can do it uh, in, a, in a different, unique way. And that's with fans giving a donation, making a gift to have a cardboard cutout of themselves in the pyramid. And I'm looking forward to seeing some, uh, some great uh, photos of people in the background as we watch the beach. I was about to say, I, I, I don't want to, to uh, promise too much here, but I'll tell you, uh, I'll be doing women's basketball highlights this year for the home games. I promise I'll include a couple crowd shots. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll pipe in some artificial crowd noise in the highlight and I'll do a pan across the cutouts or something. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You know, you guys are making a big ask, but it really isn't that big considering the fact that you raised almost $200,000 in May, the last time there was a Giving Tuesday. So just talk about the community and the response that you guys get on Giving Tuesday, this not being your first one? Yeah, you know, people have really, you know, sometimes when you start something new, you're, you're just not really sure whether it's gonna, you know, is there gonna be traction? Are people gonna buy in? And I would say that uh, as we've done these virtual fundraising activities, uh, even prior to, to COVID, people have stepped up. And, you know, in this this world, as I keep saying, um, we need to find creative ways to, to, to raise revenue, to keep revenue coming in the door. And as you said, the, the first one we did in May, um, you know, almost $200,000. And, and that was, I mean, we put that thing together, you know, so quick trying to, trying to make sure we could finish the year out strong, the, the fiscal year out strong, and, and people were amazing in, in what they did for us. So as we look to, to Giving Tuesday, um, you know, I think, again, we're going to bring some great content and opportunities for people to hear from coaches and, you know, some of our pro uh, athletes and, and see what they're up to and how, how their life during COVID has been. But it's the lifeblood. It's kind of like recruiting, you know, in the administrative world, 
you know, attracting revenue, just like coaches need to attract talent, attracting revenue is, is really uh, the name of the game. And I, I'm just so grateful. I mean, we, even prior to this Giving Tuesday, we've had people significantly step up um, to continue their giving and to add to it. And you're going to hear Dan Gooch and what, again, he and Desiree are going to be doing for our programs here at the beach. So I just really humbly ask fans to get involved. Um, even if pe people say, well, I don't, you know, the smallest gift is still a gift. And we are thankful for every single dollar that anyone would consider giving to our programs. So, you know, whether it's a big gift um, or just the best gift that you can make, we are just so grateful. Yeah, you mentioned the matching gifts as well and, and the stuff coming across social media today. So please, everybody, stay vigilant, checking those channels, making sure that you uh, take advantage of those opportunities to get involved. Again, longbeachstate.com slash Tuesday. Boy, Andy, you've got a bit going on over there. Uh, after, after some months of inactivity, it seems like everything's happening. The women's basketball team getting ready to host their season opener. And hey, what do you know? Long Beach State men's basketball taking on UCLA. Now we're recording this before the game, releasing it after. So let's not talk about the win, lose, or draw that happened on the court. But I'm sure a lot of people are very curious about how this game got set up and the hoops that everybody needed to jump through in order for it to happen. Knock on wood, fingers crossed. I mean, are you guys testing every day at this point in the buildup to traveling? Yeah, I mean, so so testing has really ramped up once once the season begins. And even though today is the, the first game for us, we really rewind a, a week. So starting last Monday, I mean, I think actually we've tested like six of the past seven days with our athletes. So testing is significantly up um, and will continue to be up at, at a minimum of three times a week. Um, you know, typically scheduling games isn't always easy, but it's more just, you know, finding dates on a calendar that that's usually the biggest concern in this world. You got to find the date that works on the calendar. And then it's the agreements of, you know, how, how are two non-conference foes testing? Every conference seems to have their own, you know, protocols on how many tests and which tests. So, you know, actually matching up and finding, uh, you know, a, a means to, to do it is, is a little tougher than, than one would think. Uh, you know, we, we, we conduct our own testing for, for today. We'll conduct the testing, uh, but we do uh, sign an attestation stating that, uh, you know, we will knock on wood test negative for the game tonight. Um, we're doing that with our other non-conference opponents. And then those teams um, that on the men's and women's side that come to the pyramid, uh, they'll do the same. Um, they'll have to sign off on uh, their negative test results. So there's just all these little things, you know, the paperwork, so to speak, of dotting the I's and crossing the T's that uh, the COVID world certainly has changed. That's for sure. Well, speaking of how much it's changed, I mean, JJ has a, a, a great preview of the season and the game up at the 562.org right now. Um, and I, here I was about to launch into what I usually do when we talk about a team, which is to plug their next home game. Uh, <laughs> the next basketball team will be in the Walter pyramid on December 6th, but why would I plug that? You can't come to the game. <laughs> It'll be on beach vision. Uh, you know, we'll have coverage, uh, obviously on our website afterwards, but yes, yeah, certainly a year unlike any other for, uh, for all of us from the officials to administrators uh to to journalists and players and coaches and everybody yeah it's it's a lot different and speaking of other sports i wanted to get this from you andy before we get into our segment with dan gooch 
you know, we've got basketball and obviously it's been touch and go all month of, uh, of November and hopefully in December, it's just full of a bunch of hoop where everybody's playing and, and everything's going well. But then you consider the other sports, the spring sports that got canceled, the fall sports that never got going. Where are you guys in bringing those sports back? And also talk about the fact that these Giving Tuesday donations are going to be allocated funds in part to the COVID testing that's going to be necessary for those sports to be able to come back because you guys are going to be, have to be testing everybody. And that's a lot more student athlete testing than just the two basketball programs. Yeah. You know, just to, to kind of first touch on, cause the testing is really the, the linchpin to, to anything happening. And, you know, if we, if we counted up all our student athletes and you kind of said, what is the, the cohort look like, you know, how many people are you testing? What is the scope of testing? You actually have to, one, have the student athlete number, right? So we have about 400 total student athletes. Then you have to add in the coaches, head coaches, assistant coaches, the managers, the you know people making the operations piece uh, work. You have the athletic trainers, you have strength and conditioning. There's about, I think the number is over 520 people total that would be in this testing uh, cohort that, that you know different days they're getting tested. But if you just said, how many people are we talking about? it's over 500 people. And, you know, that's why I kind of chuckle to myself when I think of the NBA or MLB or even an NFL team, you know, you know, the NFL team's got what 53 guys on a roster. And, you know, I mean, we dwarf in terms of testing anything these, these pro leagues are doing. And um, those with a different, with a slightly different funding level. Correct. And again, the, the, as you mentioned, those funds from giving Tuesday, um, go to help make this all happen. So, you know, we've got to solve this, this testing, um, you know, uh, Delta in terms of uh, the cost and then how much money we have. Again, we've had a really great start to the, to the fundraising towards all of that. I think in the next week or so, we'll, we'll know for sure where things stand. The CEOs, the presidents and chancellors of the Big West are uh, scheduled to meet, I think, on the 7th, 7th or the 8th. And uh, I expect that, that meeting to kind of uh, result in the final, where are we, where do we stand in terms of these sports happening? But, you know, I'm, I'm, you know at this point, I'm gonna move forward with the thought that we're gonna continue. Certainly COVID, you know, unfortunately runs the show. We, we can't control COVID, so to speak, but we're planning on, on competitions and practices, how many we have and what that looks like. Sure, that, that's a little bit up in the air, but, we do know that uh, we've already done it. We've begun the two basketball programs and, you know, we're going to have activity, you know, maybe, maybe there's going to be some pauses in there based upon what's going on, but we're going to be competing this year in, in some capacity. So uh, again, I encourage everybody to, to step up and, and giving Tuesday, longbeachstate.com slash giving Tuesday. And uh, hopefully we can get the fall, winter and spring going, but ultimately it all will hinge upon the safety and well-being of student athletes. So um, that is the number one thing in my mind um, as we really ramp things up. So if you're a student athlete out there listening to this, Andy, what would your advice be to them? Because boy, they've waited a long time and it sounds like they're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. And it's tough. It's tough to, to keep saying, you know, hang on, hang in there. You know, how many times can you hear Andy say, hang in there? Um, unfortunately, probably too many times so far, but 
you know, there, there are a lot of moving pieces and, and I've met with the, the student, uh, student athlete leadership committee um, to talk to them about what's going on to update them. And then, you know, they report back to the rest of their teammates, but it's, this is the ultimate uh, test in resiliency uh, in grit, all those things that we talk about all the time and we're serious about it, but we're twice as serious now in this world about um, what it takes because it is a, a wear mentally on folks to, to have so much uncertainty. Um, and it's not just in your athletic world if you're a student athlete, but it's the politics that we've been under for the last whatever, how many months of the campaign. And um, you know we've got social justice issues and we've got so many things that are up in the air, so to speak that just weigh on these young folks. And, you know, the thing I just try and, and, and focus with them on is trying to take, you know, the cliche one day at a time and to control the things you can control. And what we can control is our, is our mental attitude, how we look at things, how we respond. And that sometimes it's, it's tough to admit this, but some things are out of our control. And uh, we just need to, to work on it as best we can the one thing that I always kind of end when I, when I talk to student athletes is that we are going to come through this. You know, this is going to end at some point. I wish I could circle on a calendar what day that was going to be, but the reality is this will come to an end at some point. And, uh, you know, we'll move into the, I guess, whatever the next new normal is. And it's sometimes it's easy to get wrapped up in the, in the short term, in the day to day, rather than the journey. And uh, right now, we just need to kind of stick together, support one another, and uh, we'll get through this. That, I know that, that that is a certainty that I believe in. Well, as I know, as Mike knows, as a lot of people know, with a little bit more money, there's less uncertainty. So you can help the Long Beach State Athletics Department have a little bit less uncertainty by getting involved. Once again, longbeachstate.com slash Giving Tuesday. And when those sports do come back, Obviously, you'll find the basketball first and then hopefully everything else real soon after. You're going to find all the coverage at the562.org, sponsored in part by Naples Rib Company, which is also a sponsor at Long Beach State. We're going to have the newsletter, the videos, previews, recaps, photos, Twitter updates, and interaction. I can't believe I'm posting a photo gallery of live sports this week. It's awesome. And you can find it right now at the562.org. We're pleased to, uh, to bring on uh, a legend in the city of Long Beach, our good friend, uh, Dan Gooch. Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure let's, being here. Let me lob some, uh, some accolades on you before we, before we talk about what you're on the show. Dan Gooch, I believe the only three-time past president of the Long Beach Century Club? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, lifetime, lifetime president of the city. Uh, the uh, a former big wig in the city of Long Beach in various uh, administrative roles uh, in the uh, fire department administration, and I believe uh, in the city manager's office as well. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, just a booster of all things Long Beach and Long Beach golf. Founded the Wilson High School uh, Alumni Golf Association, which is uh, the model for raising money for local schools along with Skip Rowland and uh, Keith Cordes, who actually are just running an obituary on right now. But uh, Dan, welcome to the show, man. Uh, it's great, great to see your face. Great to see your face. Great to see all you guys, too. 
So but before before we talk about what we're really going to talk about, I just have to ask you, you're one of the most social guys I know in that, you know, you even more than me and JJ, if you walk into any building in Long Beach, there's 15 people who know who you are. How are you and your lovely wife, Desiree, dealing with um, being cooped up in the house other than playing golf and, and you know, this sort of beautiful world that, that we all live in being shut down these last uh, eight months? How are you guys handling that? Um, we're blessed to have each other <laughs> and, you know of all the people that have great spouses and partners uh uh and um we've taken the uh, attitude that um we uh, rely on the science of the scientists uh we're doing our bit by staying covered up but uh i was talking with andy a couple of weeks ago and i and i just you know i just says you know what i realized how much i really missed being around people and interacting with them and, and, you know, especially the uh, athletes out at the university and uh, uh, all the fans that, uh, you know, you, you get to see during the, during the games and things like that, but we're, we're getting by. Uh, we realize that we're in a position that uh, a great many people are not. So um, uh, we're, 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 doing fine. And we're, we're looking towards uh, the end of the tunnel and hoping the light isn't an oncoming train, you know? So. Yeah. N- knock on wood, knock on hardwood for sure. <laughs> Well, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're having you on for Giving Tuesday, and it's obviously a huge deal for Long Beach State Athletics and other nonprofits around the world. But for you, it's a big deal because you're increasing the endowment that you set up for Long Beach State Women's Golf in 2018, and you're doing that this year, which I think is even extra impressive. So please talk about that endowment, how it came about, and why you're increasing it this year. Um. We started the endowment to honor my mother. Um, my mother raised four sons uh, in Long Beach with the help of the Long Beach community. Uh, and she instilled in us uh, the uh, attitude of, uh, you've been given a lot, so please give back when you can. I had two middle brothers, uh, Brian and George, that uh, raised not only their families, but uh, my brother George raised his granddaughter uh, because of uh, certain circumstances that came about. And my brother Brian, he, um, raised not only his two sons, but a stepdaughter and his stepdaughter befriended three girls that were all sisters. And unfortunately, their parents died simultaneously in an airplane crash. And my brother Brian adopted all three of those girls. So he wow. wound up with five women in the house. Um, so they, my mother, my brothers, uh, they set a real good example about giving back. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a frustrated golfer and uh, we've, we've, we've started the golf tournaments around the city to help all the golf teams from high school to city college to the university. Um, and um, two years ago, um, it, we were fortunate to be in a position to set up a scholarship um, for, in honor of my mother. And uh, our plan is to uh, add to it uh, as we benefit, uh, uh, we become able to continue to add to it. So that's pretty much the background and the reason. You're uh, and you've been so generous to so many causes. Uh, obviously, uh, certainly well known for being uh, uh, very out there and helping the Long Beach State programs. Um, you know what? What is it about golf? You know, I mean, I, I've I've you know always seen you volleyball and basketball games and everything, but I know golf really has a special place in your heart. Is it uh, is it just because that's what you played, or or what is it about that sport that that sort of you know inspires you to give extra to uh, to golfers? Well, you know, golf, I, I really have an affinity for golf because uh, golf is dependent entirely on yourself. 
um, unless you're playing in a team uh, sport, uh, uh, um, you, you don't realize that golf is one of the very few sports um, that you have to keep your own score. Um, you have to uh, d- 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 keep all the rules. Uh, if you um, make a mistake, you're supposed to call a penalty on yourself. Can you imagine a, a guy sliding in the second base and, and the umpire calls him safe and he gets up? He says, no, actually, I was out. You know, he says, uh, <laughs> You know, uh, golf is a, is a game played uh, w- on, with honor, um, and you can play it um, virtually your entire life. And uh, I'm starting to prove that right now. So, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> only o- only Jamie Gracie would have that much hookspa uh, to call a call a penalty on herself at the end of a championship round. I, I was there at that round when she did it. Uh, and uh, and you guys accurately reported it. it I was there. <laughs> she hit it. She she was going back to her ball. And she smiled at me and she said, "Dan, I hit the wrong ball, <laughs> but it didn't uh, have a pop logo on it." JJ and Dan, Dan are referring to a more league golf championship a few years back, where uh, one of the golfers who was in the lead uh, assessed a penalty against herself after noticing that she hit the wrong ball, and that penalty cost her an individual league championship which uh, in a true good guys finish first move ended up getting her while she didn't get the more league championship that year. She got a CIF Southern section commissioners award uh, and a number of very nice write-ups in the press. I think they even had her on NPR or something. It was a really wonderful story. Only in golf, only in golf can something like that happen. Speaking of the game, how's your game, Dan, how are you hitting them nowadays? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I've just got off the golf course. I'm, that's why I'm, I, I couldn't make it home. So I'm sitting in a very nice park here. Uh, you know, I played uh, to my handicap, uh, virtually that that's one good thing. The other good thing was I per- uh, played virtually pain-free. So, uh, you know, as a, you get to be an old guy, you got to put up with some pain and everything like that. But I'm, uh, uh, it's a continuous hunt. Trust me. It's a continuous, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I enjoy it. It's, it's a, it's a great way to, to interact with people and uh, and to play sports that uh, that you can so so obviously giving Tuesday is a big day every year for uh, Long Beach State uh, you know for colleges across the country for nonprofits across the country but this year is and we've been talking about this on this podcast since uh, since the spring this year it's especially important because every time you hear about uh, Long Beach State starting seasons like we have happening with the men's and women's basketball teams and hopefully other sports soon, uh, it costs money. All those tests cost money. Um, everything else costs money. So I know that, uh, Dan, you've been one of those people who, as you said, you know, when you're able, give back. Uh, can you, do you have a little call you want to give to other boosters here of why this is the year that, you know, if you're ever going to step it up, it should be right now? Well, yeah, you know, you just pointed it out, you know, you know, one thing I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention one other uh, set of people, and that was uh, Mike and Arlene Walter. Uh, who are for the for whom the uh, pyramid is uh, uh, is dedicated and uh, at the dedication uh, you know I went up and congratulated Mike and and I told him I wish that I was in a position to do so uh, to do as much as he did and realizing that I couldn't and Mike just turned around me he says Dan he says do what you can do what you can and uh, those are the words that uh, Mike gave me and uh, ended up uh, helping me along with my path and I would pass that along uh, to all the other boosters. You don't have to, you know, go out on a limb, but you can do what you can. And everything that you can do uh, is certainly uh, will be helpful. 
Well, that that's beautifully said, and we are so lucky in the city of Long Beach to have people like you and the Walters and uh, and our lean sister Marilyn Bull, who's been uh, so generous with us as well as with the university, and uh, very grateful to to have that community to help us all get through these this very difficult year. Obviously, what's yeah. even more impressive during this year is that so many different sports organizations have still been able to fundraise. I mean, Dan, you've been one of the first people in Long Beach to start a really, really successful golf tournament in the Goose Invitational. And then obviously you and the Century Club have been involved in the Mayor's Golf Tournament as well. How did you start getting involved in fundraising with your own events on the golf course? Well, uh, you know, my, my golf tournament uh, started way back when, in 1969, and uh, uh, me and my buddy, uh, uh, we, we actually just played around the block and uh, we did that for a couple of three, four years, uh, became kind of notorious in the city. Uh, all my friends had come up to my mother's house <laughs> all night and at sunup, uh, we'd get plastic balls and put, you know, tape around them and beat them around. And, and finally, when I got a job with the city, my mother says, you, you know, you're you're too you're you can't do this anymore. You know, she 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 closed down the shop. So we figured we'd go into a uh, to a the regular golf tournament. And um, so I went over to Frank Makepeace, who was the pro at Rec Park at the time. And I asked him who his big, biggest contributor to his junior golf program was. And he mentioned the Lions Club and a few others. And I said, you know what, uh, I'm going to throw a tournament and match that money. And uh, it continued to grow from there. And I, I did it actively for about 40 some years. But finally, you know, my wife looked at me and I looked at her and we said, <laughs> This is, but we, we still entertain the, the high schools, uh, you know, a, a team from each of the high schools. Um, and uh, we get help from the Recreation Park Men's Club and, and the Century Club. And, and so that's a year end thing. But uh, that, that's, that's pretty much how we got started. Yeah, golf is just set up to have people help raise money. It's perfect. Yeah. And it's also perfect for, you know, in the time of pandemic, you don't need to be shaking hands. You can kind of keep socially distant. So please, people, get involved if you can. Dan, that um, tournament that you just mentioned at the end of the year is one of my favorite things that you guys do with all the teams from all the schools. We love competition between Long Beach schools. So that really puts it at the forefront. That's pretty amazing. We you miss it. The Century Club. We miss uh, it. <laughs> you mentioned the Century Club as well. Uh, can, you want to give a little shout to the Century Club, let people know a little bit about it and how they might get involved? Yeah, well, you know, our, our golf tournament, uh, we've had uh, a golf tournament for many years, and uh, we were fortunate uh, uh, that when uh, Mayor Garcia took office, uh, he uh, designated us as his charity. Um, and uh, with the support of the mayor, um, you know, he wants to uh, round out his uh, giving back to the city to help athletes, and Century Club's a perfect match for that, um, for City Hall. And um, it, that's been going in. We were very, we we're very fortunate. We raised a good deal of money, but you know, the, all the money that we raise, we simply turn around, and give it away. I mean, that's our, that's our motto. You know, you guys are members and you know, you know what the deal is. Uh, we, uh, we support uh, all sports uh, in the city and, and uh, if somebody needs help, uh, we're, we're there to help them. So uh, anyway, the, the tournament uh, uh, has been running uh, real good. John Philpa uh, and myself uh, uh, started it, uh, uh, and then John took over and then Ben Goldberg took over a couple of years ago. And, and now we've got uh, a few other people uh, helping out. And so um, Ben's been running the show here for the last couple of years. So it's, it's, it's a really a great fundraiser and we appreciate the mayor's support. You guys can find more information on the Long Beach Century Club online. You got a lot of information online and you can actually fill out your membership online. So you don't even have to go anywhere. And you guys are still meeting via Zoom, right? 
Yeah, we've had four Zoom meetings here, and uh, and we're cutting our teeth. You know, we're bringing in guests and and things like that. You know, um, there, there's a there, there's a there's a fine line in the Century Club where you slip over to the old guys like myself, and then we get the younger guys like you and Mike. Uh, uh, <laughs> they're, they're bringing us along into the 21st century. And, <laughs> And some are some are digging in their heels, trying to hold back. But uh, fortunately, the majority of us are, are, are we're being swept along by the uh, technological tide. You know, so no well, comment. A hearty yeah. no comment. <laughs> as as somebody who considers themselves, uh, you know, technologically involved, I want to go back, Dan. Let's go back to where we don't have to do this and we don't have to know how to zoom each other. I'd love that. Yeah, when, when 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 we put out information to the uh, to the members of the club to keep them involved, uh, I do go back into the uh, archives and bring out some old pictures that show how things used to be around here in the '60s and '70s. Uh, and uh, some people are rather shocked by what they see, uh, you know. Uh, but we, we have a lot of fun raising a lot of money, and uh, you know, and, and even more fun giving it away. So uh, that's that's part of the deal. Well, we're so grateful for you and the club. And as we mentioned, that whole community of support that exists here in the city of Long Beach. For anyone interested in following Dan's wonderful example, obviously stay tuned to the Long Beach State social media feeds all day. They will be filled with opportunities for how you can participate in Giving Tuesday and help make sure that Long Beach State makes it through this time and gets our teams back up and running in as quick a fashion as we're able to safely so that we can all get back to doing what we really want to do, which is not hanging out on Zoom together, but hanging back, hanging out in the pyramid and at Bull Diamond at Blair Field and, uh, and anywhere other than my house where I have been locked for the last eight months. <laughs> That's that's for that. I'll, I'll second that. That's for sure. You know, I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting. I'm, 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 ex I'm very hopeful about these vaccines that they're coming and that, uh, uh, they'll get out and help uh, help not only us, but the rest of the world. We've got our fingers crossed, Dan. As two guys who have uh, directly benefited from your generosity, thank you so much for everything and for taking the time today on the show. Take care. Okay. Good, good being with you. Always great catching up with Dan uh, and talking all things Long Beach sports. Uh, we're going to bring Andy back on now and close as we do every episode with our shouts. Just a quick shout out to a, a person, place, or thing that's helping you or your team get through this. Uh, Andy, what do you got for us? Well, not, not probably surprising to many, but a shout out to our, our fans and supporters who, who continue to support Beach Athletics. And as we've been talking about Giving Tuesday, I just wanna thank and acknowledge uh, the generous support of all of those folks who help make uh, the journey for our student athletes towards becoming leaders and champions. So without all of you, it would not be possible. So shout out and thank you to everybody out there in uh, the beach nation. Uh, I'm going to give my shout actually to uh, Dan Gooch, since we haven't said enough nice things about him, but uh, you know, I have to say it was, I, I really appreciate you guys having him on. It was good seeing Dan. Uh, he's been a great friend to JJ and I, but also to uh, my wife and I over the years and um, a lot of great memories that JJ and I have, we would not have been able to cover all the Long Beach State and Long Beach athletes uh, in uh, in London at the 2012 Olympics without Dan's help. Um, and uh, it's just good to see him. Good to start reconnecting with some of the people that we miss so much from our, our quote unquote real lives. That's a great one, Mike. I would, I would absolutely second that, but I'm gonna keep mine light since it's been such a heavy episode. I wanna shout out all the people who decided it is not yet time for Christmas music. 
We are going to be inside a lot for the next month, guys. We're going to be hanging out with people, hanging out by ourselves. Christmas music started two months ago, bro. I am shouting out the people who are not yet playing Christmas music. Thank you, everyone. It's a pleasure delay, I know, for some of you. But please be patient. We're going to have plenty of time to be inside listening to Christmas music in the very near future. We'll get there eventually. Keep playing your top 40 hits. Keep playing your classic rock and roll. You're going to be able to do Kenny G's version of Silent Night as much as you want in the month of December. I'm literally texting the group chat, the new uh, Long Beach native Giveon, his new uh, Oak Christmas tree that just dropped on Apple Music. I'm texting that to the group chat four seconds after we're done recording. (laughs) I'll be listening to it in two weeks. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, producer Roger, uh, for having us on this show. Uh, as the year closes a little bit, we always like to say thank you. And since it's Giving Tuesday and right next to Thanksgiving, this is also great. We really enjoy updating uh, LB Nation on everything happening at Long Beach State. Uh, so for Mike and for me and for everybody at the 562.org, thank you very much. Beach Nation, we will talk to you very soon. Stay strong and take care.